<laughs> Sorry, still battling a uh, sickness, unfortunately. <laughs> Gotta let me clear my throat in three, two, one. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to episode 236 of the Guardian Hub podcast, where we talk Destiny and Season of the Witch. And tonight we have a spooky episode, Sen. No, we don't. <laughs> Quit your lying. We do. <laughs> Isn't this kind of funny how uh, all the news we're going to be talking about tonight is kind of have that theme of uh, spookiness? I guess I mean, you could call it that. It is a little frightening. It is a little frightening, that is for sure. And uh, we were recording this a couple days after Halloween. So, you know, kind of still the theme, even though it's technically November now. Yeah, We still have one week left of the uh, Halloween event in Destiny. I was, before this, grinding out some uh, strikes to actually try and finish. I got all my pulse rifle kills, just a few strikes left. Uh, shout out to uh, Mark in the chat. Hello. Looks like we have nice. uh, quite a few people tonight. I think people are uh, interested more, here. In more have to come in for the after dark, the late night starts versus the 9 p.m. Eastern God's time start. I mean, it could be. It could be. But also, there is a lot you know, of crazy news uh, this week. But uh, uh, real quick before we start that, and I also have a bonus segment, anything interesting IRL you want to talk about? Uh, no, other than um, I did get sick this week. I don't know. I didn't test. Quite possibly could have been COVID. But I went to work feeling like crap on Tuesday, which was the last day of the month, and uh, suffered through till about 5 o'clock. And then I was just like, they were the other two managers there were like, you should go home. I was like, no, nah, it's the last day of the month. I'll suffer through. And then at that point, I was like, I got to go. I, I can't. I was sneezing like every 10 minutes, nose was runny, and I was just having trouble focusing, and like my face and my sinuses like hurt, so I ended up coming home and, and resting. Unfortunately, I swapped my days off this week. I was off Wednesday to recover, but today, I'm, other than some body aches and uh, still some residual sinus issues, I'm getting better, just not 100%. Well, that's good. You're getting better. Oh, and yeah. Good thing you can't uh, make me sick over the mic. I will cough in an envelope and mail it to you. Yeah. Rodimus says COVID. <laughs> Shout out to Rodimus. Uh, <laughs> all right. We have a uh, sin pick trick or treat. Uh, trick. Okay. Here's your trick for the evening. This movie came out in 1989. Oh, here we go again. Entertainment Magazine Variety responded positively to the film, stating, "It's a solid Halloween family- town." Let me finish the thing. 
and that's wrong, by the way. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> Entertainment Magazine Variety responded positively to the film, stating, solid family fare with plenty of yucks. Now, again, honor system, do not look up anything as you're guessing. Well, that gives you nothing because I like don't ever listen or read Entertainment Weekly. But Halloween Town was like my initial go-to because that's what me and the kids have been watching recently. And it seems like it's over and over on the Disney uh, Disney Channel. What, uh, what year did that movie come out? I have no idea. Year trivia on movies, not my strong suit. All right. Is it a Halloween movie? Next clue. <laughs> In the movie, there's a subscription that they receive, a membership to the Jelly of the Month Club. Uh, yes, Rodimus, I can read, by the way. I just choose not to. Oh, man. Jelly of the Month Club. Nope. Doesn't All right. This movie takes place in the Chicago area. Gruff McGruff, Chicago, Illinois. No one say in the chat if you know what it is. Just say, I know what it is. Doc oh, yeah. Coderson says so easy. <laughs> so Chicago and Jelly of the Month. Movie came out in 1989. You got to give me a little more than that. Give me an actor. All right. Everyone's saying it's easy. Mark Mark knows. Coderson knows. I'm sure Rodimus knows. Probably. All right. Uh, it's a movie about a family. No, I'm not going to go that basic. <laughs> the Adams Family. All right. In the movie, there's a dog named Snots. See, I don't even know that. Snots? A Snots. dog. A dog named Snots. Oh, yeah. I'll add upon that clue because the the reason why the dog is named Snots is because he's he's like one of those like dogs that's like you know the mucus hanging out of its nose, kind of has like a sinus <laughs> yeah, yeah, sinus yeah. allergies all the time, like the drooly dog from Sandlot, but this is out of his nose. Well, mouth, nose, you know, same yeah. kind of general area. All right, there's lots of bickering, but the father always stays positive. These clues suck, by the way. They always suck. You're not like giving me anything to go off of. These are like the worst clues ever. All right. Um, is it Halloween themed? I will not confirm nor deny. Well, you're supposed to be giving hints. <laughs> I didn't say you could ask questions. Okay, I'll start going to the easier ones. Um, there are over 25,000 lights. Placed on the house. Oh, gosh. Uh, Christmas vacation? Ah, I went too easy or too quickly. <laughs> was that it? Yes, that was it. You know, I probably only watched that movie once, so none of those clues would have stood out to me. Oh, you only watched it once? No, but that sounds like we need to have that as a movie night. Yeah, if you haven't watched it a lot recently. So actually, this movie really did not get the best reception when it came out, but it's become a cult classic, as you know. A lot of people have uh, really enjoyed the movie. And well, if you gave me an actor up front, I probably would have guessed it a little bit but easier. But then that's too easy. I know. And I would have gone to those. I should have said the 25,000 lights and then gone to a couple other things. <laughs> Remember Cousin Eddie? And he, he dumps his RV 
shit into the uh, drain on the street. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good movie. Good movie. And thanks to everyone in the chat who uh, maybe guessed that right away or not. And no, thank you for not DMing me. (laughs) Oh, that would have been, uh, that would have been sneaky. (laughs) I tried. I tried to, I tried to bribe them by typing in the chat, but nobody, uh, nobody took me up on it. Yep. All right. Uh, You know, if you ever want to do that to me, you can do some research and uh, pull one on me, but uh, it's been a fun little thing. And we got a request for that actually today. So I kind of came up with this last minute. I could have probably done a little better with some of the middle clues instead of make it easy too quickly. We request it. I got to beat them up. I'm just happy other people got it before you. (laughs) (laughs) That's usually the case. I'm usually the person listening to a podcast after the fact going up the road. And being like answering stuff or like I know that, and I'm like saying it in my head or like screaming it at the windshield. So I get it. It's sometimes yeah. a little easier uh, outside looking in. Well, um, I guess Destiny's dead. Dead game. Uh, closing up shop. Is this our last podcast for tonight? Yeah, for tonight. <laughs> Who knows what next week will bring? But uh, I think we're still here for now. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been trying to keep up with a lot of the hubbub in the chat, and and you know it's. I was just thinking about this earlier because there's like so many discords to like try to keep up with. I just try to keep up with ours because that's where I have all the alerts, and just trying to keep up with some of the conversations of Destiny talk. There's a lot of activity on it today. And I, I think I got the gist of kind of what's going on, and I did read a little bit of the letter that was released, unfortunately, with no TWAB. I know we're going to get that again next week, or it's going to come back next oh, week. Oh, we're never getting TWABs anymore. Or TWIDs, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so let's kind of back up, go back in time, two days ago, as we're recording this. Uh, Monday, I think it was Monday, or was it Tuesday? Now now I'm like confused on the days. But um, if anyone remembers, uh, let us know in the chat. But all of a sudden, uh, news came out, and it wasn't confirmed by any means at first, but seemed like reliable sources because it was first noted by Jason, Jason Schreier through Bloomberg, which is generally a reliable source for gaming news and everything like that. And it was said that people, a bunch of people, had been let go at uh, Bungie. We're like, okay, so we don't know exactly what that means or how many at first, but at the same time, they said, and along with that, it looks like Final Shape is being pushed back four months to um, June, you know, instead of uh, the February date that they have on track. So everyone... Again, this is just the source at this point. Yes, everyone in the community starts going crazy. You know, a lot of people are like, okay, we're not sure if this is true news or not. Um, things were starting to come out pretty quickly about the layoffs. They're like, okay, that does seem true. I mean, Hippie was one of the big names mentioned at first. And there's some other big names which we'll mention. But um, Hippie did write on X and Blue Sky. Yes, you know, it's sad. I've been let go. Uh, we were hearing reports of other people. We didn't know how many at first. There was just kind of you know, panic everywhere. We didn't know what was going on. And of course, 
Also, the big crazy news, the game. Oh, Final Shape, is it being pushed back? If so, that is crazy. Four months on top of the three months of a season would give us a seven-month season, the longest one yet. Anyone remember when we had that six-month season, which was crazy long? Which was very rough. Yeah. And we'll talk more about that, too. But, uh, yeah, we're like, okay, well, we don't know what's true or not. Um speculation started coming out i'm like okay why 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 is this happening cuts um maybe sony told them to do it uh or was it bungie's idea or um why can't they confirm anything about the the pushback or whatever all right well speculation kept going um next day more information came out about basically through people reporting and talking you know anonymously because they don't want to get in trouble but basically it was confirmed about a hundred ish people were let go which equates to about eight percent of their workforce uh we found out about they have about 1200 employees so 100 people let go is about eight percent so pretty substantial number i mean there's obviously been worse cases of 10 20 percent of a workforce let go or if you're a smaller company even like 50 percent you know but Still, for having 1,200 employees, 8% uh, no small number, right? And then we started hearing more and more news like, ooh, a lot of people were let go on the 30th because um, it'll make it so that they don't have to pay out as many benefits and they won't get stock options. So we're hearing more and more bad news. Um, I just kind of read some points from this one article that kind of gives us all the information we know so far, just to kind of go through it. And if you have any comments in the meantime, I'm pulling this up. No, I mean, it is, I, I was starting to read that. And and when I, when I first was reading the article about the delay, I'm like, crap, is there, is there confirmation anywhere? Cause a long season, you know, for those, I would say the newer players that have a lot of content to go through might not necessarily be a big deal, but for veterans that are playing, is probably more of a big deal. The veterans and people have been playing since early Destiny days consume this content religiously, and we crave newer stuff. And to be on the tail end of a season, one, we don't know what this next season is going to bring. Two, you're extending it four months. You're doubling the seasonal length, basically, or the time for the season. It's going to be crippling with the fact you're not going to really have anything to do. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, you and I wouldn't find, you know, value or meaning into rating more, yeah. which we do a lot anyway, but the lack of new content and the staleness that that would bring would definitely be crippling for the entire community. It, it would, it would. And I definitely going to talk more about that too. Um, that's still not been 100% confirmed, but it seems like it's been confirmed more. But even before that, let's just talk about what we know through reporting so far. And take this worth a grain of salt. I mean, all this seems to be true, but, you know, things can change. All right. I like kind of like these TLDR parts, points that were made. Um, while owned by Sony, Bungie continues to operate as an independent arm. A wider Sony ask for spending cuts resulted in Bungie deciding on a large number of layoffs. Uh, 8%, around 100 employees, with them deciding who was laid off and how that process unfolded, going back on what was said a year and a half ago that the acquisition would not mean layoffs. I don't know if you remember them saying that. They said there would not be any layoffs. 
Right. When, and when that, Sony, that basically yeah. confirms that it's Sony's decision to start cutting. Sony is not replacing anyone with internal employees, but some of the cut roles may now be outsourced entirely. So yeah, there's some speculation. So it does say that Sony wanted this to happen, but Bungie got to decide how it was to happen. And there's a lot of speculation like, well, maybe HR, PR, things like that will go to Sony. They won't, but they can outsource, they can contract. Um... For example, another big name that was mentioned that was laid off was Michael Salvatore, the main composer for all the Bungie music, even back through 1997, Marathon Mist, Halo games, all the Destiny stuff. Not all. There's another composer, the Deep Stone Lullaby, but still Michael Salvatore is the main composer. Now, this is actually odd to have a composer on staff for a company that size, Composers are almost always contractors and outsourced. So this kind of makes sense, but it also hits hard because he's such a solid name that we've had forever. Yeah, and I did see a lot of, uh, you know, comments about that, about, you know, why, you know, composer being on staff like that versus outsourced or just subletted or contracted out when needed. Um, But, I mean... Like you said, he's been utilized since what? At this point, you said ninety-seven. So yeah, ninety-seven, yeah, twenty-three, twenty-six years. Yeah, I know. Like they with him, too bad they didn't have money. Just to have some like early retirement plan or something. You know, that would have been way better. Right. I mean, I know they did mention that there were severances given out, but severances, if anybody's ever been through that at a company, are really not that great. It's oh yeah, we'll a couple talk months. more about all this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't replace the income long term. And if anybody's gone out on the job market, and I know each industry is always a little bit differently, but I went through that a year and a half ago when I switched out, and then you know the mortgage business went up. The job market out there to try to stay out of the car business is quite awful, and people say they need help, but then you never, you hardly ever get callbacks. Like it's, it is the worst experience ever. Yeah. Yeah. It is hard right now. And we've kind of known this for a while. This year would be potentially kind of rough, especially by the end of the year. Pretty much all my customers have been doing okay, except I do have one customer that is a larger customer that they are starting to have some money issues and I'm getting behind on getting payments from them. And so I hope they will be around, you know, one, even if they can't use me, that's the nice thing about my business. I'm divested in so many different companies, but I'll be okay, but it sucks for them. I, I feel for their employees. It's really what I feel for. Oh yeah. So we'll see what happens there. All right. Well, let me tell you some of the other bad news. Um, <clears throat> employees found themselves locked out of all their accounts, systems, and email before they knew they had been laid off. And that was their first indicator. Others had short meetings in which they were told they were fired, but also not to tell anyone about it. Others found out about the layoffs were happening on Twitter. Employees were not allowed to say goodbye to other team members or exchange contact info, which had to be done after the fact. Many team and line managers had no idea who was being cut off from their teams until it happened. Some teams only lost a few people. Others were decimated. And you can cut in any point here if you want. 
company purposefully tried to internally hide just how many people had been fired, and only outside reporting after the fact came up with the 100 number. It came to light Bungie had fired some incredibly storied veterans of the company, like its composer Michael Salvatore, there since pre-Halo days, and Lorraine McLeese, who designed the original Halo logo. Some employee benefits expire at the end of the month, meaning being fired on the 30th means just a single day of additional coverage for these benefits. You know, healthcare, of course, will continue with COBRA coverage, but that's bullshit coverage, you know. It is, very much so. Yeah. <clears throat> Many employees had unvested shares, oh, this one really sucks, as a result of the Sony deal that mandated that they had to stay with the company a number of years afterward to collect. But that is now null and void if you leave, and that includes being laid off. When that happens, the shares revert back to Bungie, and as such, many employees just involuntarily lost those shares to the company that fired them. And this actually, that one actually kind of happens a lot, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. Um, a couple more here. Employees were told that Bungie was on track for a 45% revenue miss based on previous projections for the year. It's unclear if the estimates were too high in the first place. He's saying, I'm hearing they were unrealistic. Well, duh. <laughs> but the miss also comes with base problems for the series. Missing it by 45%, to me, that just sounds like upper management greed. They got all this money from Sony, and they thought they were on cloud nine. They're like, we have all this money. You know, We're owned by Sony now. The game's going to rock. People are are going to double and triple amount of people playing the game but to miss it by 45 percent ouch yeah now the whole bungee getting acquired for that amount of money so i always have i always have trouble with people utilizing that that portion of the argument because whoever was bought out to acquire bungee doesn't mean that bungee itself has that money it's Whoever, whether it was a group of people, whether it was you know publicly traded, or let's say there was a, a group of people, owners and VPs that had vested interest in the company, they were bought out for their ownership for Sony to take over. It doesn't mean necessarily that Bungie has that money. Yes, but there, there was for sure money that was supposed to be earmarked for employee retention. Yeah, I get that, but not all of it. Well, of course not all of it, but it doesn't have to be all of it for it to be this still shouldn't have happened as much. <laughs> We're not saying think. the $3 billion was supposed to go towards employee retention, but even if like $500 million was, or whatever the amount was, and I think there was right. somewhere someone did come up with a number. Which uh, it's it's going to yeah. be some stupid crazy amount that, what is this, a year past acquisition? Are we, we year in yeah, now? about a year Past in, acquisition. Yeah. That, you're right, this shouldn't have happened. And it's not like the poor performance for the game. The writing hasn't been on the wall for a while. It's just a matter of whether or not they wanted to see the writing on the wall. I know. And this is kind of what, this is a sub point of mine where you got to change, you got to change goals if things are, you know what I mean? You got to be able to pivot. They should have not, if they saw that, you know, we knew for about a year now that this year could be a down year. Um, 
if you're not getting close to meeting those projections even earlier on in the year, they should have not hired as much. They've still been hiring like crazy until just now. In fact, on their website, the thing that proves this is we hear about people getting hired all the time. And also on their website, the same time they fired all these people, they brought their listings from 80 open positions to 16. So you think leading up to this, they could have done at least a little bit of not hiring as many people, maybe changing the prediction a little bit, doing whatever. You know, you see numbers like when when companies have to let people go, if you see a number around 5% of workforce, that's a little bit better, but 8% is just ouch. All right, we know Lightfall. What's that? I said it's it's quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, we know that Lightfall was kind of a negative point for, I mean, I liked the expansion, but it wasn't as good received. Um, see, this is the thing that doesn't make sense to me. While achieving a whole lot of players at launch, um, extremely poor reception to the expansion reverberated through the rest of the year and player engagement fell off hard. See, this is the thing I keep saying. This article even proves that it had a lot of players at launch. Well, players are falling off later in the year. It has nothing to do with the DLC anymore because even a really good DLC, let's say you had Forsaken, if people were to fall off later in the year, that's the seasonal stuff, not the DLC anymore. I just feel like as a separate point, Bungie needs to change yesterday <laughs> the seasonal model and come up with something totally different or make a new game by now. I mean, we're all kind of saying this now. It's it's the stuff throughout the year that gets a little long in the tooth and boring. And that's even with the seasons being bangers this year. Good storyline, a lot of activities and stuff like that. I don't know. Am I seeing this wrong? Do you think Lightfall is directly related to what's happening right now? Or do you I think I, it's just because people it's, yeah. it's saying it's same old, same old. It's just destiny, you know? Well, I mean, if we take what they say about it taking, you know, months before anything can come live in the game because they have to, you know, build it tested and go live. And some of the stuff that you're seeing now has already been, you know, months, already months developed prior. You know, I, I don't, I don't, wouldn't assume that they're directly related. Yeah. Although Bungie.net for some reason is not working for me. I've been trying to log in this entire time to get onto the website and it's not loading. I don't know if you can get in, but. Uh, oh, yeah. It's not for me either. Interesting. So it looks like uh, they also laid off the IT team. <laughs> All right. Um, but kind of on that same point, um, employees were told player sentiment was at an all-time low, something the employees themselves had been saying for a long while and begging their bosses to make changes that players would come back for, many of which were rejected. So this kind of shows it's not like they didn't see the writing on the wall at all. You know, there could have been people saying internally six months, a year ago, we got to do something. This seasonal model isn't working. But supposedly ideas were rejected. Take it worth a grain of salt. Yeah. And I, okay. I can see that because in some very successful businesses, like they want you following a certain process, regardless if you think your way is better or not. Yeah. Because their ways have already been tested and already been proven. And it doesn't mean necessarily that your way would be better. So a lot of times, you know, granted, you know, we're talking about a video game, not a business, not like a car dealership. Right. So 
you know, obviously it's a different type of business, different mentality. But yes, they should have taken the feedback and used it to make an educated decision. Okay, so the the previously reported delay of final shape by four months has supposedly been confirmed by IGN and Bloomberg, though not through Bungie yet. We'll have a little bit more news on that in a second, kind of. Expansion pre-sales are low, and the expansion is looking good, not great, according to insiders, hence the extra time to work on it. I mean, an extra four months, I have mixed feelings about that. We always say, like, what more could they do? But <clears throat> I think they could, especially if most of the base is there and it's good, not great. They could add some variable missions. They could add a couple more things here and there. Um, I think it's possible. I'm not saying the four months won't make a difference. I think it could. I mean, outside of building more content in that four months, they already have the roadmap laid out for the episodes that are coming up this next year. They already have a roadmap of what the story is going to look like. You know, yeah. What are they going to do to make it great without dumping all the content at once and just saying, here you go. Let me maybe rebuild my episodes then at this point and restructure the way the final part of the year is going to go um, um, and making it and just giving us a content overload to try to make it great. Well, I was thinking they could, let's say the DLC has eight missions. They could add, make it up to 10 and then have the missions in the middle that they add in be things that are like more backstory or, or something like that. Another thing they could do is replayable variations on things. So like after the campaign is done, we have after quests, more after quests and more missions than was originally planned. So I think there's things they could do to make it better. Um, but do you really they, need four they, months? They could to add do in Wrath of the Machine Sin. That's what they need to do. That's <laughs> already in the Destiny content vault. They could port it over as is and probably would make people a million times happier than trying to reprise it and bringing it back two or three years from now. Because as of right now, there are no plans to bring it back next year with a three episode release yeah. and no mention of a reprised raid. So we know right now they're not planning on it. But even if they just brought it back as is and put it in the game, you would have a ton of people super pumped. Yeah. All right. Um, Marathon has been delayed to 2025, which original word was sometime in 2024. And there are reports that it's looking a little rough at the present. Marathon needs to be a smash hit in order for Bungie to have a significant revenue source they can rely on that isn't Destiny 2. Um, additionally, speaking of revenue, many employees have been upset about Bungie's investment in a sprawling and expensive new 200,000 square foot headquarters in Bellevue, Washington that has cost tens of millions to build, despite Bungie relentlessly plugging themselves as a leader in remote work. I mean, I get, yeah, that one I'm trying to be fair about. I mean, that's money. It's probably just earmarked and that can be a tax write-off and whatever, but I get the sentiment, but that one to me is... A little less concerning. Yeah. Um, and um, about Marathon, yeah. I don't know if you're going to get to this or not, I but am. I did read yeah. articles about them getting streamers from another game or players yeah, yeah, from yeah. another well, game. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah. So oh, one more point here, and then we're going to talk more about Marathon, and then we're going to talk more about um, the delay of uh, Final Shape. 
All right, and then also there's just bad luck. This year has been great for games. Um, while this may have been a down year for Destiny 2, no matter what, this has been a wild year for game releases with dozens of top-rated, extremely good, often very long games being released almost endlessly. It's a year that offers an enormous amount of alternatives to an aging seven-year-old live service game like Destiny 2, no matter what content it's producing. So at least that's a factor also. If WoW I mean, can do it, yeah. Destiny can do it. Well, yeah, Destiny can do it. All right, so all this came out. And then today, yesterday, there was more news coming out. Let's talk about the marathon thing first. Um, uh, as to Cross, and I was watching the stream actually when he was talking about it, and I think I believe him um, because he wasn't being overly dramatic about it. He wasn't being cagey about it, but he was talking just directly to the camera, pretty chill about it. Um, that he has some friend, he has a friend, some inside sources, and they were talking about more about marathon. And I know a lot of this will have mixed reactions from people. Why did they bring in this group? Yada yada. But they brought in a group people that play Tarkov, and they play tested marathon. And this was a little earlier this year, March, April, something like that. February, I forget the month. It doesn't matter. But it was just, you know, a lot of times you know, they'll have early versions of games. So they do internal testing and supposedly it did not go over well at all. No one liked it. No one said that they would buy it. So Bungie decided to pivot and push Marathon back. Supposedly, this is what's kickstarting Destiny getting pushed back also. Because the original plan was Final Shape comes out February. Then we have the seasons after that. There's enough momentum in Final Shape to keep Destiny going for a little bit, and then Marathon would come end of 2024 or something like that. Now with Marathon being pushed back to 2025, they're also needing to push back Destiny's kind of like soft ending, you know what I mean? Also a little bit, so that there's some more revenue to keep Destiny alive before people switch to Marathon. What's more, what's sad, is they said that there's never, there was never any plans, and there still isn't, although they may revert now. Final Shape is the last one. There's not going to be any more DLCs after Final Shape. Yes, we're going to get the seasons, and then a year after that, we'll get more seasons, but there's not going to be any other DLCs. They really wanted people to switch over to Marathon, and that's kind of sad to hear. I know people were saying, yeah, there's going to be a Destiny 3, there's going to be another DLC after Final Shape, this or that. But it sounds like that wasn't the plan. But this is still a article. This was not an official release from no, Bungie. No, it, it's not. It's not. It's not official. But you know, all these things so far that people have been reporting on have been pretty much confirmed. This one hasn't yet, but whatever. I know it kind of makes sense to me, though, right? I mean, I don't know. It's not that out of the world. Yeah, I mean, if they're going to do the seasonal model and with no, like, big content drops, DLCs, anything like that, like you would have from, wow, another big live service game, right? That's been continuing out through the years. How long will it last? I mean, take a look at Diablo 3, right? Diablo 3, I used to play the crap out of before switching to Destiny. And then Seasons came out. And then I played a few Seasons. And then I lost interest. There wasn't really any main content coming out. It was basically a reset every few months. You start a character from a scratch. You're grinding out new or the same old gear every single time. Mm -hmm. And then 
couple months, the season resets, you lose it all to start over the season. So I, I kind of, when I picture seasonal only, that's what I picture. And that makes me fearful of the future of the franchise in that simple fact. Now, if they, if that is not the case and there are, there is going to be a content release like you would have with a wow, or they're going to have DLCs. Uh, granted, I don't know how often wow does them. And I know it's a different style of game. You got to pay for it monthly. I get there's a lot of differences between the two, but if you just look at it, you know, from a basic and generic standpoint, they're releasing content and new reasons to play all the time. And I think that would be a better fit than just a seasonal model. I think it, it will be set up for failure if it was season only. Yeah, that's another thing too. Remember there was rumors that Bungie, this, I feel like this was a year or so ago where they may actually switch to a monthly subscription thing. And since that never happened also as an option, it's one more thing to kind of show that maybe they never had plans again for having any big DLC drops after Final Shape. Now again, I think what might happen now is we'll have Final Shape whenever it comes out. We'll have seasons for a while. There'll probably be some DLC at some point, but it's probably not going to be exactly a year after. It might be a year and a half. It might be two years. Who knows? Marathon will be rocking and rolling by then. Maybe they'll even have another game. But it would be nice if just there's some big change or they could just pivot to Destiny 3 instead, and I just don't know if that's going to happen. Well, there's no rumors of it of a Destiny 3 at this point, and usually when you get to the end of a game cycle, you would have a rumor at that point that, hey, this has been in the works. This is, you know, it's coming. Whether it be confirmed or not, we don't even have that. This really sucks that the site's down right now. I'm seeing if I can find anything um, about their mention, or what they said today. I'm pulling up an article here. It was kind of short and sweet. Um, While you're looking that up, Rodimus even mentioned in chat, there's nothing about their third game, the other game that they're working on either. Matter. Yeah. Hmm. This page is almost loading. I'm trying to find a cached version of it. I was looking for the uh, the sorry letter from the dev team to pull it up to have it queued and ready to go, and I, I ended up finding a picture on Twitter since the uh, Bungie site was down. Oh, can you share that in the uh, chat at all? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's actually from Paul Tassi. <clears throat> oh, it, it has the whole thing because it's kind of not long, right? Correct. It's not long at all. All right, let me see here. Okay. I do kind of want to read most of this because it's not super long. Okay, so we were saying, too, about the delay because Bungie didn't confirm anything. We're like, my speculation is, and I still kind of go by this, is they can't, don't want to, or more likely are not allowed to tell us yet that Final Shape is being pushed back, especially if this is kind of a directive from Sony. You know, I'm sure legal has a certain way that this has to be, this info has to be released. So since it was leaked, they can't deny it because it's true. If if they could deny it, if it wasn't true, then just a simple tweet would be like, Final Shape is on track. You know what I mean? They didn't have to say anything much, but the fact that they haven't really said anything kind of confirms it is. And with this article today, let me know what you think. Our path forward. This has been one of the most difficult weeks in our studio's history as we've parted ways with people we respect and admire. 
We've spent this week supporting one another, including those who are at the studio, as well as friends and colleagues who no longer are. We want to acknowledge the feedback and concerns you have about Lightfall and recent seasons, as well as your responses to the reveal of the final shape. We know we have lost a lot of your trust. Destiny needs to surprise and delight. We haven't done this enough, and that's going to change. To us, the path forward is clear. We need to make the final shape an unforgettable Destiny experience. We want to build something. So they keep using these words. It has to be delayed. <laughs> we want to build something that will be regarded alongside the best games we've ever made. A fitting culmination that honors the journey we've been on together for the past 10 years. Forsaken, the Witch Queen, the Taken King. These are the standard bears we aim to live up to. We are intensely focused on exceeding your expectations for the final shape. Destiny 2 has more than 650 dedicated teammates pouring all their energy and expertise into delivering this epic moment and its subsequent episodes. In the weeks ahead, you'll be hearing more from us about what's next on the short-term horizon, beginning with our next season in late November. Afterwards, we'll begin to unpack our team's bigger, bolder, and brighter vision for the final shape, as well as the bunge, the bridge we plan, the bridge to build, to take us out of this darkness and into the light. So, we're not going to know for a while, probably, about it being delayed. Yeah. But it's got to I mean, be, right, with what they're saying? There's, there's some keywords in there. Building the bridge from going from dark to light kind of indicates that they maybe have some plans to break the news to us. Um, and we want to build something means that they haven't built it all the way yet. And if they're making and we want to make it better, if they want to make it better, that means well, they can't come out as is. They need to add more to it. It's not like they can do that without delaying it some. Right. I mean, you could break this article down in multiple ways, right? And kind of read with it, read from it, and take from it what you will. You could just take it as true sentiment from the dev team that they want to make it great for everybody, but it doesn't mean that it's necessarily delayed. It's just where their heart's at. Or you can unpack it to the fact that, like you said, it's not there and they want to make it there. Yeah, I give it a 99% chance it's being delayed. <laughs> I, I do wish they would just come out and confirm it already. I mean, they did make the promise that they would be more communicative uh, as far as you know what's going on. And with the recent light of everything that's happened this week, they should clarify, and they should clarify quickly. I just don't know if they can yet. I think the plan is the season comes out, and then they tell us sometime between when this when the season gets released through first of the year i think that was the plan all along and also i don't think they the rumor too was that they didn't decide this until just a few weeks or a month ago um so since it leaked out they weren't they they probably come up with a plan on how to tell us better how to break the news to us test some exciting reveal of like final shapes getting pushed back, but it's going to be so much better. Look at this cool thing. Distraction, distraction. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right? You look trying to sell us. Yeah. And then, of course, if it gets delayed too, do you think they'll be able to add anything in or are we just going to be bored for an additional four months? I think we're going to be bored for an additional four months. I think it, if we, again, go back to the saying that, you know, a lot of the things that are coming out are already done in the development cycle, this next season's already done at this point. We're, we're not far away from it. 
uh, let's just be honest, what else are they going to be able to do and change in that short time to extend it four months? Yeah, I don't know. I had one idea, but I don't know if that's true anymore because I heard that this idea has only been floating around for a couple of weeks to a month of pushing it back anyways. I was hoping maybe they'd known for a, a little while that it's going to be delayed and the companies will have this, especially companies like Apple or other bigger companies. They have secret projects that they're working on that they don't know what it's for and it's something that can be slid in at the last second. So there could have been a team working on a kind of like a 30th anniversary pack. And they're like, well, this is just for testing. We don't know if we're going to release this or not. I know I'm probably just head in the clouds, but some big companies will do this. And then all of a sudden, the team that was working on that extra content, they find out Final Shape's been pushed back. Oh, and your content's going to slide right in there. What you're saying is they're going to scrap Marathon as a whole and put whatever they were going to put in there into Destiny? (laughs) I don't know, but I don't even think my theory is correct anymore. Uh, we'll we'll I mean, see. They didn't mention anything about matter, right? And that's their third IP that they're working on. Yeah, that could technically be a uh, melting pot of ideas that they're putting together. They could theoretically steal from that, uh, since we don't, none of us really know what it is at this point, and put it in the game. That or is they- definitely wishful thinking. Or they can release their show, whatever TV show or movie or series or animation, uh, next year around February-ish to keep us distracted for a few months. But not playing <laughs> the game. We'll be watching, just not playing. <laughs> we'll have Discord movie nights uh, where we're just watching it. <laughs> hey, listen, I mean, if there's going to be downtime, there are games that I could go back that I want to play. I do want to play a little bit more of the Final Fantasy series, Crisis Core. Final Fantasy 16. I still need to get the DLC for Cyberpunk and knock that out. So it's not like I have a shortage of other games that I could go and play. It's just I don't have the motivation to. I I lack a lot of time that, you know, some people aren't in the same boat that I am in. They have more time to dedicate to gaming. I don't. I enjoy that I have one main game that I play. And, you know, obviously I do go break off into these tangents for other things, but Man, that, that four months is going to be rough if if that is the case. I, I hope they tell us something very, very soon. Yeah. All this stuff, you know, big, you know, long story short, I'm not upset at all. I'm I'm concerned. I'm everything will be fine. We'll find other games to play. Uh when Final Shape comes out, I think it'll be pretty good, especially now if it's gonna be delayed. I still don't know how much of us will be interested in the seasons afterwards unless they do something really cool there, but at least Final Shape will be super amazing. Um, my biggest concern is just really, Bungie always prided themselves of being a company that was really good with how they treated their employees. And they just kind of got in a situation, and I think it did kind of come from the Sony acquisition. I mean, maybe they would have had to let some people off anyways, but I feel like they're becoming more a normal business now where... They're not able to treat their employees as well. They shouldn't have been hiring as many if they couldn't keep that sustained. And it just kind of sucks now that they're getting, even from employees that were let go, we're hearing more and more stories about maybe they weren't as good to work for as we were hearing. (laughs) So you can answer this question, but I'm going to pose this question to anybody who listens to this either live or after the fact. Post your feedback tag me and tag Kingsley in it. But do you think 
Bungie as a whole regrets separating now from Activision based on where the game has been these last couple years and what the current state of people being let go and the possibility of pushing back Lightfall or uh, Final Shape, I'm sorry, pushing back Final Shape, do you think they regret that decision now from splitting from Activision? And are we answering that today or later? You or can, just you can, you can answer it and tell me what your thoughts. Do they regret splitting from Activision? I don't think so. I think one of the main reasons they did that was Activision was even more toxic. And they were, one of the things I think is continued to been true throughout all this bullshit is that at least Bungie didn't really have much worker crunch issues. We're still not hearing out of all this news that they were employees were overworked. Maybe they were. So I think they don't regret that for that aspect, but there's other reasons to regret it as far as having other studios giving more content. I kind of miss having the other studios for more content, but I'm also happy that they left. So it's hard to answer that. Yeah. I think but we uh, want to know what you all think also. Yeah. I'll tell you, I'll tell you a brief opinion. I think certain aspects they regret. Right. And I agree that having the other studios there, vicarious visions, uh, we got a lot of great content from them. Um, I think that is the biggest thing that they miss is having the additional support because that wasn't necessarily paid studio money. They sublet that out to get it and it's more bodies and more manpower working on an end result. Uh, right. And the crunch thing, there are a lot of businesses that crunch, right? Car business. I work dumb hours at the end of the month, but it's all for a sales goal. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know what crunch is like in, you know, the gaming world. I, you know, I can only imagine. But I'm sure if the employees put in a few extra hours at the end of the month to try to reach something, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing if they're, you know, if it's part of the culture. I'm not saying burn them out by any stretch of the imagination. I feel like I burn out at the end of the month, but I also drive over an hour to get to work and I don't always leave when closing happens because of customers. And that's part of, you know, being in sales and customer facing is those extra hours on top of scheduled work. Game developers gonna have set schedules, but ne- but could possibly work a little bit more. Not saying that yeah. they should, but I'm saying it, it could be potentially not be a bad thing if it's done right. So, but I, 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 going back to my question, I think that there is some regret there because of the lack of the extra studio help. Yeah, for sure. A um, couple questions for the show that have been posted these last few days. One first from Gorilla Golf. What do you guys think happens to Bungie if Final Shape or Marathon do not meet Sony's financial requirements? Oof. <laughs> that would be even worse. What do you think happens there, Sen? If those well, I two think things are a flop. Just like any business, right? Sony will sell them off. Yeah. And take the take their loss on selling, or I don't know, Bungie could buy themselves back. <laughs> oh my gosh! For like the third or fourth time, yeah. You remember it was or, Microsoft, it was Activision, uh, now it's Sony. Well, the worst thing that could happen is Sony comes in and says, "What y'all are doing is not working. We are now going to take over, and we're going to now manage or micromanage even more." Yeah, <laughs> Ramos is posting a bunch of uh, GIFs in the uh, chat. <laughs> Burn it down. <laughs> I love this. 
Or if I combine um, both of them, it'll be a dumpster fire. Yeah, dumpster fire. I mean, obviously that'd be bad if if those don't meet it either. Um, the these extraction shooter games and arena shooter games and everything like that. I feel like this year has been. I feel like we're already past that, unfortunately. Right? Even people that like PvP type stuff. Now I feel like it's almost too late to be doing that type of thing. Sure, there'll be a market for it some, but think of all the good games this year. They were all some were kind of like multiplayer things like Diablo or whatever, but they were all great like single player games, adventure type games, things that have worked, not like this gimmicky extraction shooter of the month type thing. So I just worry that Marathon is already not on the best idea. I mean, I want it to work, but... And that's also me just not liking PvP stuff as much, but I've heard this from other people, too. I mean, what is it going to do differently than everything else that's out there? It would either have to... It would have to be that much better gun feel, better graphics. You don't really have a story for it, per se. There, so, there probably will be some story. Obviously, we know they'll have good gun feel. There, there should be no doubt about it. If they can't do that, then that's just they all fail. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Bungie's always had good gun feel. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, it's coming into an already saturated market. Mm. All right, and then a question from Mister Monkey. He says he's posting this on the first of November, one forty p.m. Eastern. Quote: The only time zone sin acknowledges. <laughs> If Final Shape is delayed till June, what content do you think they will add? What will keep you playing, or are you out? This is a good question about it, but yeah, maybe kind of. And I'd be curious to see what you know all the listeners think on this one too. Um, so Final Shape is delayed till June. What content do you think they will add? Um, I think we already touched a little bit on that. Um. You know, we, it's hard to say. Hopefully, there's something that they're working on secret, like Kingsley said, uh, to be able to spice things up a little bit for the extra four months. Uh, really, the only thing that would keep me playing would be going into rating. And they got to bring, okay, yeah. I, of course, we want Wrath back, right? But I think Leviathan would be easier to slide in and, and Eater and Fire. If they slid in all three of those and maybe even Crown, that would be pretty darn cool. Like three or four raids coming back. Yeah. Bungie. Listen to this episode. If you've listened to nothing else that we've put out, bring back some easy stuff. It can make a difference. <laughs> and are we out? I mean, I don't. I'm pretty sure you feel the same way, Sin, but. And most people, too. Look, even if we stop playing for four months straight, we're going to be back for Final Shape. I can pretty much guarantee it. Yeah, I'll, I'll so I don't know back. what that means, but you know, I didn't pre-order, but I don't need to pre-order to buy the game before it comes out or to buy it the same day because the cost is there's no difference between the two. I don't need a pre-order gun to enjoy the game now. That'd be the only benefit for me pre-ordering right now, and I don't see the need for it. But I will pull the trigger on getting it. I'm not out. I just might play it a little bit less. Yeah. And I don't play it a lot now. Let's be honest. <laughs> All right. So a 
couple good questions there. We talked about a lot. Um, I'm sure there'll be some more news as we come forward. What's also interesting is they just gave us this little article today, but like we said, there's no twid. They said those will be back next week and they're going to try to keep it business as usual for a bit. Um, this was kind of a smaller apology letter. I mean, I don't know. I'm not saying it was totally tone deaf. It was a lot tone deaf, but it could have been better, but there's probably not much more they could have done anyways. I don't know. It's just and, interesting for sure. And you don't know how much micromanagement is coming down from Sony at this point, especially yeah. if it was them who forced the cards for the layoffs. Right. Toast in the chat says, I could see some like live, some event or mission coming back. I really would like Leviathan to come back because it's fun. Yeah. I, I think that'd be a good one to bring back. Um, I don't see myself being out either because I do still enjoy the content that is in the game currently anyway. So yeah. I don't think this is still the death by any means, but it was also interesting. I was watching Astacross and then Fallout, and then they did a co-stream for a little bit. It was really cool to see them streaming together, talking, asking each other questions. They were both pretty chill and cool about it all, but you know they had concerns and stuff. And Fallout even asked Astercross too, saying like, well, you know, what do we think this has to do with content, content creation and, and us? And because they're still both mostly Destiny content creators, they, they do a little bit of other stuff, but mostly Destiny. And you can know it was like, they were a little bit scared to talk about it. And, but they were both kind of saying like, well, you know, it, it does kind of bring up, they were making it sound too like, we're not going to cry if we can't do destiny stuff anymore. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll do other games or just stop doing content creation or, or whatever. They didn't really say what they were going to do, but they kind of hinted at like doing other games more. Fallout was already, like I said, doing that a little bit. I think Azdracross has a little bit also, but, um, uh, it's just kind of shows that, you know, there was the golden age of destiny more like, few years ago and on where you really could just main that but even us diehard destiny lovers unless you're coming in newer to the game within the last year or so and you have so much stuff to catch up on you can't really main destiny anymore if that's all you've ever done uh since i mean you can but you will reach a point where you've there's not much else to do um i guess unless you like just running bounties all day <laughs> There's no end to that. <laughs> Shout out to a couple people that do like that. Yeah. I mean, I've been doing it more recently, and that's just to get my seasonal pass up. And it's not like I need to do it at this point because I'm already past level 100. The only big thing of getting to level 200 is to click off a triumph for the season. And that's all I've been doing it for. And that, and you know, seasonal rank for... Um, the seasonal vendor, just so I could get the title, which I've completed. And Let's, shoot, I've been been knocking off little things here and there just by doing some dumb stuff. We we've had concerns about AI stuff and maybe taking over jobs or whatever, but I really feel like they could build in some AI stuff into the game where this would keep me interested. Where they have like collectibles that we can go out and get that are truly random more ai generated that are always changing and we're getting better and better rewards or 
the AI can like slightly switch up strikes where we go into it and it's not just modifiers, but something changes or I don't know exactly what I'm saying, but if there could be some cool AI stuff built in the game that makes bounties more interesting, then we might have something here that can keep us going. But for someone that me, and there's different personality types, I don't like doing the same routine day and day. Some people really thrive on that. But because of that, that's why bounties are the most boring thing in the world to me because I want more variety. I thrive on seeing new play spaces, um, even strikes that vary over time, things like that. But just doing bounties, like it has to be wildly different for me to even get some enjoyment out of it. I don't like doing the same thing over and over. Yeah. Yes, you could say about rating, but rating, it's not, we're sherping people. We're, I'm getting new experiences from it, talking to people. It's more also social. And, and I'm also having fun perfecting my, my gameplay in there. And yes, you could say you're doing that with bounties too, but um, because of there's the social aspect with rating, uh, that's why I find that one a little more interesting doing over and over. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. When I do bounties, I don't go in there and I optimize for them. I'll get a bunch of them. When they start clicking off, if I see one that's almost done, I'll go in and see what it needs to complete. And then I'll focus on it a little bit more. But I don't try to not like I knock them out because I figure how I normally play is going to knock a majority of them out. And then I'll fill in the gaps as I go if I need to complete them. Like I don't go just to complete them and and say, okay, I'm gonna run run a submachine gun or a hand cannon just to get it done. If it's gonna fit my play style and I want to get it done for some other reason, I'll optimize for it then. But I let it passively happen as I go. Yeah. So great discussions tonight. Um, crazy, crazy news, but uh, we'll push forward, and the game. Is only semi dead, <laughs> but hey, we have. I mean, a new Half season dead. coming out fairly soon. A few more weeks. Yeah, excited for that. Yeah, it's something. We got some excitement on the horizon. Hmm. But listen, don't get me wrong. If there's an extra four months in there and there's nothing, that just gives me time to rest. <laughs> yeah. There we go. All right, saying anything else, or we can start slowly wrapping up here. Oh, that's it for me, dog. Well, it's eleven. It. It's eleven thirty-three on Eastern. The only time that I recognize Mister Monkey um, after a twelve-hour workday. So I am, I'm tired. Yep. Bungie.net is still down right now. They're getting DDoSed. Oh my gosh! Don't start that shit again. <laughs> uh, I think it goes without saying, but come on, don't be malicious people. Don't DDoS them or or laugh at the people that got laid off. I mean, that's kind of just human decency there, but... Yeah. It's uh, people's livelihoods. I, anybody who's affected, I hope they find jobs quickly and find something that they enjoy doing, and uh, it is definitely rough out there. Oh, it's not just the website. Bungie Help, we are investigating issues causing an increase in current and coconut errors. Please stand by for updates. I was in so orbit that is, whole time, so didn't experience them. This is uh, we're recording this again Thursday night, November second, uh, around eleven thirty Eastern right now. And uh, if you're listening to this after the fact, and maybe we'll see, like, oh, the game was totally shut off. Who knows? <laughs> I 
That'd be funny. Anyways, <laughs> well, with that said, uh, we better go before I start saying other crazier things. I know. Uh, we're on Blue Sky these days, right? Yes. That Blue Sky. I might actually post there tonight. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post my bungee, please, on both Blue Sky and Twitter. And then I'll actually share it in the Discord. So anybody, go find my post. Tag Bungie in it on both places. Like it. Get it out there. Maybe Bungie will see it because I'm going to ask for those raids back. Maybe, just maybe, they will hit their head and let it happen. Yes. And if you are asking yourself, what is Blue Sky? Well, dear listener, it is still a closed beta right now. However, pretty much anyone can get in. We have tons of invites. So just yes. hit us up in the Discord, the Guardian Hub Discord. You can just ask any of the channels or look around. Sometimes we post them in general or tech support. Um, it's still invite-only right now, but pretty easy to get in. It's basically a replacement for Twitter, a replacement for X. Um, we like it. Uh, I feel like it's just a little easier to deal with. And I read another finance report that X has gone down a lot with money and users. So who knows? They may be dying off here at some point. Yeah, X gonna give it to you. <laughs> and Blue Sky is where it's at. It's nice and calm over at Blue Sky. Keep your head in the clouds with Blue Sky. Yes. Hey, they can hire us to do some uh, marketing for them, right? I'll give them the nice raspy tones. Yes. Of a six sin. Come on, Blue Sky. If you're listening to us, to this, hire us. The Guardian Hub can be your biggest promoters. <laughs> Anyways. Um, all the information about how to find us, uh, shout out, actually, we have a uh, patron, which I believe has been a patron in the past, but um, Panda joined the patron here, and uh, great group of people in our patron channel, and you can find out information about how to join that, find out about how to get into our Discord, how to subscribe to the podcast through various means. Or just anything about us, where do they go, Sin? They go to our website, theguardianhub.com. The best hub on the net. Thank you, Sin. And thanks for everyone tuning in this week. We really do appreciate you. We'll still be around. We'll catch you all again next week. Have a good one. Stay magical. Excellent. Smithers. Smithers. <laughs> I'm helping. <laughs> I've been holding in coughs and having to mute every now and again. To, <laughs> That's all good. To cough. My coughs, literally, my body hurts when I cough. Mm, yeah, I've it's been in those probably before. the vid. It's probably the vid. Really? I don't remember getting coughing. Oh, no. Did I? Maybe well, I did. Well, well, nope. One time after three years, I had I knew I had COVID because I was tested positive for it. Was the worst experience. Like so drained of energy, so tired. Like I'm not drained of energy this time, and I know the strands for the shit changes. Mm -hmm. But I've heard people that have had it 
have had body aches, coughing. It's more of like a flu-like symptoms this time around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. people have had it recently. So it's very well that I could have it. But I didn't really want to take off for the end of the month, which is why I didn't test one, because that's my money. If I'm not there, I can't have a positive effect on it. And I just don't like going to the doctor. That's another reason. Well, going to the doctor won't do anything anyways. It's a virus. Unless Correct. they're going to prescribe Paxlovid for you, that which can help, but you got to take it early on. Yeah. Ooh, look at this. Rodimus posted a bunch of invites. Six or five? Yeah, I have about five right now, too, that I need to give away. I only have two, but I've been giving them away as they've been coming. Jump on it, people. Yeah. So what do you think? Anyone who's still here? Um, or we can move to another chat. I see some people in another chat, but uh, I'm curious what Rodimus thinks, if we missed anything, or in your opinions on the whole debacle. Should I not take, should I not take the bots out? Maybe not. Hello? Oh, I figured you're going to have an after dark. Game's dead. Yeah. Game's dead. Problem mode. Just shut it down. Don't bother playing it. Move on to other things. <laughs> I mean, we kind of are playing other games a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Already. It wasn't I, even because of this news, right? Truly is, this, that we, is this the official release of the Space Mafia? Is this uh, no, the official word? Yet. No. Um, the biggest thing I have to take away from all of this is that it's it's a company in a volatile market. Um, the economy we're in now, I think, is on like the verge of doing something, whether it's going to fix itself or not. And they are cutting some dead weight, right? What does a community manager truly do for, for them, and how much do they get paid, and like what kind of jobs do they do? They're not working on the game. They're not... They're not an HR. They're just kind of like a PR person who posts once once every week or once every two weeks, right? Yeah. It sucks that honestly, they lose their job. And that could be consolidated, right? If they have like executive managers that are that are running or a you know an IT team or a a marketing team, they're the ones in most businesses that handle that stuff anyway. Yeah. In my business, we have a marketing team that handles it for the entire corp. But if there's a bad review or something publicly stated about a dealership, the general manager of the dealership is the one who sends a response and handles the, the, handles the issue. Um, it's, there's not a separate, I just talk on Twitter. Now, granted, it does suck for those people that are involved because they were given the job to be able to do it, and now it's being taken away. But in most businesses, they don't have that extra weight. So I do agree with that. How concerned are you with the, let's assume that the pushback is official. Do you think that's really going to hurt most of us caring about the game? Because just another four months, that's already like, ooh. Not, I get Destiny's kind of like that, is that fickle girlfriend, right? You you want the best for it. You want it to, to thrive, but... Sometimes they just do something to piss you off, and then like you just debate it whether it's worth moving on or not. I think that for most of you guys, it's like I'm going to call the original players. Um, you're too far invested in the story. You want to see how it finishes. Um, for me, I'm still really only been playing Destiny for almost two years now, and I'm just as invested. But the with all the games out there, 
they know that they're going to be people to be bouncing. They're not going to be dedicated to like your COD players out there or your Valorant players out there. Um, I think a lot of this has to do too is that with everything going on in the gaming market, Bungie's not the only company that's downsizing right now. There are multiple companies out there that are doing the same thing. With all these mergers and all these buyouts between PlayStation and Xbox, they're downsizing some companies for payroll and all that and benefits. I truly think that Marathon is in trouble um, based on some of the reports, but a lot of it is just speculation. You really don't know what's going on. You're right about, you know, we always should be okay with playing other games. And even if you're newer to Destiny, there's nothing wrong. I mean, speaking about After Dark, uh, that's why open relationships can be good. We're not leaving. <laughs> we're not leaving Destiny. Destiny is my main. But there's nothing wrong with going to other games from time to time. <laughs> which, no, game I... is, which game is your dirty mistress, Kingsley? <laughs> I don't know. Right now, Diablo and oh. Cyberpunk. For me right now, it's <laughs> Cyberpunk. But I've been playing the finals, too, and they're open beta, and that's been pretty fun. I've been enjoying that. So, Yeah, I have not. Uh, it's, it's not even <laughs> called a mistress if it's open, Sin. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Are you sure about that? I'm sure. I know. <laughs> I'm but still think... going to call it a mistress because that's an awesome term. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think that we're... In the world of gaming, things are changing, right? You got your AI yeah. starting to get more involved. You got um, graphics are getting better. And downloads for games are getting bigger, right? So look at Starfield. How long is that project up and running? So, and some people think Starfield flopped. Definitely not a fan of Starfield, by the way. If you want to go down that rabbit hole, I am not a fan of Space Fallout. And I wasn't really a fan of the Fallout series. And I know they're good games overall, and a lot of people play them. But that game was definitely not for me. Oh, I think there's potential there for me. It's just that it takes so much time to kind of get into that. It's on the back burner. I'm only going to be hopping to that if there's nothing else to do. And then I think I could really get into it. But I would first have to get all the way through all the Cyberpunk, Diablo. If no, no other new games come out, I'd probably hop back to Witcher 3 because I never got all the way through that. And then I would go to Starfield. <laughs> See, they even I do would some be okay thieves. with going to Witcher 3 because I never really gave that a chance years ago. And I wouldn't mind trying to give it a chance because I do hear it. It's a good game. But I just, just lack of having the time to invest in it. But again, if there's going to be that downtime, might very well go and do that. Sam, well, what about... This, oh, yeah, go ahead, Ronis. With this downtime coming in, too, I think that... It's going, we weren't going to get anything till after the beginning of the year anyways, right? So they're not banking on Christmas. They're not banking on the holidays to bring any extra revenue in as far as any releases or whatnot. So they're not really hurting that much. Are they down 45%? We'll never know. They're never going to release their numbers. This is going to be speculation. That could be a disgruntled employee who got let go just spouting stuff out. Yeah, um, I feel like, I know this is a bit older now, but remember everyone was into Red Dead Redemption 2, Sin? I feel like maybe we could all get into that, just have fun bullshitting. Oh, yeah. I, now, I didn't get it on PC. That was one game that I got on PlayStation, 
And I tried to play it the day one, and it came out. It was a midnight release, and I played it for a little bit. But I did miss out on a lot there, and I know they have the uh, Red Dead Online that a lot of people played. Yeah. Um, yeah, it would be. But again, it's one of those open-world games that it's, it is definitely going to It's their time sinks that I never had a lot of time to dedicate with um, between playing my work schedule, playing Destiny, podcasting about Destiny. It's just not having that extra time to dedicate to it. But maybe yeah. that could be a good there, one to get there's back options. to. There's options out there. I mean, I really think, obviously, in the Guardian Hub Discord, we've always had another game's channel. We'll be, like, hitting that hard if there's downtimes. Destiny will be, like, the main focus, but we want to be a community that everyone can enjoy different games. I know a lot of people are getting into, they've already been into it forever, but, like, Muffin, Ed... Bell, some other people are really getting into Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves, yeah. I mean, I have mixed feelings about the game, but I may even try it some more. I mean, I I definitely expressed my opinion somewhere at some point of this last week about it. But um, I tried it, and probably because I played it solo, and I know that seems to be more of a game that you want to play as a team or a group. I just couldn't get into that one either. Yeah. Yes far as the destiny content creators they've kind of did that to themselves they've kind of pigeoned to hold themselves into a single game right so well of course yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they're gonna I, need I, to start just expanding their horizon and go play something yeah which which some have a little bit here and there and it's even the same thing here it's like I, it's really been interesting it, it it is different obviously right now in destiny but there was times before within the many, many multi-years of Destiny, when there was bad downtimes, we kind of knew the game would be coming back strong at some point. And I knew I could have, just back to the history of how this podcast and Discord started again, I knew that we, I personally could have a podcast, Sin and I could, that would usually stay strong even in the downtimes. Um, what did now, we start like, Curse, of, Curse of Osiris? Yeah. and Around it was, the Curse of Osiris, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it was not great. And um, during that time, and you know, things are a little different now. It's not. I'm not changing that tune. If if you know, we ever like stop the podcast or pass it on to someone else or change to different games, it's not because my idea has changed, but it's just because we're being smart. We're pivoting. Um, there's maybe potentially at some point less stuff to talk about Destiny. Um, but we're never going to be the people too that are like. I don't know what would have to happen like for us to like just throw down the controllers and say we're never going to play Destiny, right? What would have to happen for that? <laughs> I think what's going to happen, just like anytime you have a new release for Destiny, everyone's going to come back, they're going to play the story for the first couple weeks, then it's going to die down again. And, and that's just what you're going to get in Destiny. Of course, um, yeah. Then you're going to have your group of people that they're like, oh, we're going to raid Saturday night, and you're going to pick a raid, and you're going to go do that. You're going to do that for the social aspect. It's not so much you have to do it anymore. You're in the point in your Destiny career that you just want to hang out with people you enjoy playing a game with, right? And Destiny is one of yeah. those games that you can do so much together, whether it's with one person, three people, or six. Right? Exactly. There's not many games out there you can grab six people and go do something that um, isn't really tied behind a paywall, like a monthly subscription or anything like that, right? You pay your yeah, very true. pass and... You can play as much as you want, and it's not going away. And there's still a lot of people 
you're right. There's a lot of ways we can still have fun with raiding and everything like that. There's still a lot of people that haven't don't have a lot of experience with Garden or with Last Wish. I've been hearing a lot of rumbling of people wanting to do a bunch more Garden raids. I love that raid. Also, we kind of have a semi-regular group of friends that sometimes play Saturday nights, and we've been coming up with this idea of maybe just having a random wheel generator, right? That just tells us what raid we're going to play. Kind of makes it fun and interesting. Instead I of like, can tell you the two times we've done it, it's been like the one thing Ed spins the wheel. It's not a <laughs> clear, uh, yes. definite, it's not a clear definite win. It's like right on the line. Oh. So you don't know what you're getting. You're getting Ron or you're getting Root. And it will just slowly tick one over and you get um, whatever you were doing. <laughs> Lovely. So that, but he's waiting in the wheel too. So, like, if we did a Ron, he's going to wait the other ones one more and keep Ron one. Nice. So yeah. You have a less, less likely chance of getting Ron again. Yeah. Cause I ain't doing Ron two weeks in a row. <laughs> so, I think there's one veto amongst the group too. Nice. Nice. So, but yeah, as you can, we have idea people, there's ideas to keep yeah. it interesting. Just, play around with ideas yeah go and ahead you're gonna get those things and i don't do it i already paid the hundred dollars right i i've already done that i had my money where i needed it i don't have to worry about it if it comes out at when it's supposed to or comes out later i'm already bought and paid for it i don't have to scramble and get the money for it later but i think that if you kind of notice though too like everyone was complaining how everything in the eververse store went up in price right do you think that was coincidence that they're losing revenue and that's how they brought some money back i'm not oh, saying yeah. they're making a ton of money on it but like their sets their armor sets used to be like 15 dollars, and they're almost 20 bucks now mm -hmm. now so, i was thinking about that earlier talking about revenue and you know money is down they should almost go the inverse right <clears throat> that's those are assets that once they're made cost them zero dollars to make again they're just in the game at that point they should reduce the cost of them, entice people to buy more and in volume, and they could probably make more money instead of trying to make, as I call it in the car business, crack somebody over the head on one purchase. It's an interesting thought. That's always that's always the test, right, Sen? Is, is it better to go after the people that are willing to spend more or get more volume on spending less? <laughs> It's hard. Panda says volume is always the answer. Yes. However, there are situations where it doesn't mean companies like Porsche should like lower their costs so that they'll sell more Porsches. You know, it's like, I don't know. <sighs> well, just think of it like this. Let's talk about invert like 100 units, right? So let's say if they did 100 units at $5, right? Mm-hmm. But then they do 20 units at $20. Yes, they sell less. They make more per, but they're making less overall at 400 versus 500. But you're talking about in a small volume, right? Amplify that, and let's say that volume is really 100 times even greater than that based on the Destiny player base. So what's that? 100 times 440,000 versus 50,000. Now the profit's $10,000 greater versus $100. So the volume, they lower, they lower the cost of entry, entice more people to buy, 
the reality is you do that. Maybe that one purchase will lead to two or three purchases. Maybe that $10,000 spread or more on that one item they sell is now even greater than that because now you have people spending even more than that $5 that maybe they, maybe they'll dump 10 or $15 in to buy two or three things. Well, that is true on that. And I do feel like, yeah, they need to kind of do both, especially like you said, the biggest best point you made was on a lot of these assets are already there. Um, They need to have, they need to bring down the market with that, with volume and still have expensive things too. They need to have both, right? That, That way you cover it all. Um, a lot of these items already made, maybe lower the cost on a lot of them and still have like potentially fifteen, twenty dollar set items that are um more exclusive for the white whales, certainly really cool looking things. Yes. I mean like, I agree part- with that. You can have a more expensive item and expect it to be more rare. Uh let's let's just call it you have gotcha games. Des likes to talk about in some previous episodes. Some of those gotcha games, they have packs that are hundred plus freaking dollars. We're, yeah. This is not quite to that point, but you could have a thirty or forty dollar exclusive set that you don't want people just spending five dollars and it being everywhere. You want it to show that people like, oh man, that dude spent fifty bucks on that, and that is a badass set. You have the badass set at a higher price, but everything else at a lower price. You could do that, but I think the reality is selling the shit in volume would bring in more revenue. Yeah, but you could also do, like, prime example for this holiday event, the the new armor this year you could buy, leave that at full price, and, like, the previous armors knock them down a little bit in price, or vice versa, keep this price this season a little bit less and harder to get sets in the past and bring them up a little bit. So you can yeah. play it both ways. I mean, they do that a little bit. I've seen at least with like sets that are incomplete, or I don't know if they do other than the incomplete getting a discount on the pieces. Do they actually knock previous year stuff lower in general if you needed them all, or are they generally the same no, price? They're the same price. Well, that's pretty dumb then. Yeah, they find some ways to get more of the edges, both on the low end, the high end. Yeah, they really should do that. 